0: weekly podcast, keeping you up to date with all the news in the Realtor world. I'm Kelly, and today on our podcast, we're welcoming Highland Park Realtor, Betsy Brett, who was recently named one of 10 finalists for NAR's 2023 Good Neighbor Award. Congratulations, Betsy, and welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> what an awesome honor. You are the only one, only Illinois Realtor who uh, made it this far. So um, five winners will be announced on October 5th and each will receive a 10,000 grant, national media exposure and recognition in the fall issue of Realtor Magazine and in November at NAR Next, the Realtor Experience in Anaheim, California. And five honorable mentions will each receive 2,500 in grants. So Betsy, let's start out. Let's um, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and the nonprofit organization that you represent.
1: Absolutely. And again, thank you so much for having me here. And I'm very honored to be representing Illinois, to be Miss Illinois (laughs) for this Good Neighbor Award. It's really wonderful and I'm humbled by it. So Thank you. Um, so yes, I'm Betsy Brint. I live in Highland Park, Illinois, and I'm with App Properties. And I became a realtor just six years ago, kind of a changing career cool. like many other realtors. Yeah. And I love what I do. I have a partner. Hi, Isla Coretti. Shout out to my partner. She's amazing. Um, and I, I just, I love it. I love helping people like many other realtors. I love my community. I'm born and raised in Highland Park, one of those strange, odd ducks who has never left home. So I've been here, I'm not going to say how long, but over 50 years, <laughs> long time. Um, and I really believe in giving back to community. And that's why I'm part of the Highland Park Community Foundation. And like many realtors who get involved in their communities because look, we believe in building home, right? Mm-hmm. We believe in in creating communities, building communities, and we sell communities. So that's why so many realtors do what I do, get involved in not-for-profits locally. And so I'm very happy to be doing that here.
0: Yeah. I was, I was kind of blown away when you know I joined the Realtor Association. I've been here for about five, six years, but just blown away about all the good realtors do in their community. It's, it's, it's amazing. They truly love their communities, you know, and get involved and really make a difference. So that's awesome. Um, so how about you tell us a little bit more about the Highland Park Foundation and its goals for the future?
1: I will. So the Highland Park Community Foundation is 30 years old and we've been part of the community. Um, we're here to sort of meet the unmet needs in our community. And Highland Park, it's on the North Shore of Chicago, and it's sort of known as being, you know, this lovely um, tree-lined community on the shores of Lake Michigan. And people think, oh, what's the need in Highland Park? You know, there are these beautiful houses and this, but you'd be surprised, you know, you you look around and you see 26% of the kids in our schools are on free and reduced lunch. And you see there are um, scor- seniors who have no family, who are living alone and um, need help getting to medical appointments or who are lonely and need people to drive them places. And you see many kids of um, people who don't have money to pay so- for child care and they need to go to work in our community and around our community. And so we assist with um, many, many uh, programs in our community for daycare and for early learning and for uh, college-bound opportunities, kids to um, get help getting to college, not only just in their senior year, but all through junior high and high school and mentoring programs and exposing them to the arts throughout the community. So we, um, we really see ourselves as adding vibrance and um, just allowing people to get more involved. No matter what their economic level is, uh, whether they speak English, don't speak English is their native language. Um, just so that we lower the barriers to be part of this community, which is so beautiful.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So, can you tell us um, how the community is healing at the tw- after the twenty twenty two tragedy and the foundation the role is playing in you know helping the community with that.
1: Yeah. So let me, can I back up for just a yeah. sec and say what, what happened in case there's anybody out there who doesn't know. Um, so on July 4th, 2022 at our um, independence day parade, like any other town USA um, we were all gathered and many realtors know this, like they have their floats in the parades. Our, our realty office at properties had our float in the parade and um at, People, all the community members were lined in the streets and, you know, thousands of people were out on Central Avenue in Highland Park. And at 1014 a.m., a a lone gunman um, fired 83 rounds in 90 seconds into the crowd and into the parade goers. And it murdered seven people. It injured dozens, dozens more and it really, uh, it, it just traumatized our entire community. And there's, there is still so much healing and mental trauma that is going on. Um, people are suffering mental challenges continuing. You can imagine the PTSD. Oh, yeah. And um, I had never really heard gunfire like that um, before. And so many people haven't and been exposed to that and seen, you know, our, our children know what to do. Our children grew up in the age of being in school and learning about active shooter drills. You know, we grew up, if there's a tornado, you know, you you go into a closet or you know whatever we didn't know what to do. And our kids during the parade knew what to do. They knew, you know, you run away from it, you get away from it. So all of the people my age were standing around like, what's going on? What's going on? And the kids were telling us, turn and run, turn and run. It was, it was crazy. And the the number of people who we've encountered who this wasn't their first shooting.
0: Oh, wow.
1: It was shocking. So this is, That's another story for another podcast, what's going on in the state of the world. But um, we needed to figure out what we could do as a community foundation um, and as a community to come together because everything stopped. The world stopped for us. And so uh, right away, we got a phone call from the mayor Nancy Rotering, who's amazing. And we said, yes, we need to do something to set up a fund. Uh, people were trying to figure out how to help the families of the victims, the people injured, the organizations who needed to set up right away. You know, people had to know where to go, know what to do, how to get help. The government comes in, but that money doesn't get out there right away. And funds were just People wanted to have a place to go. So we became that place. And this isn't normally what the Community Foundation does. But like I said, we're the safety net for the community. And so I was happened to be chair at this time. I've been with the Community Foundation for more than 10 years. And this was the part of my two-year stint as chair. So um, it became my role to kind of take this on. And we learned from other organize other um tragedies that have happened around the country and people who ran those funds are unbelievable um teachers and they we reached out to them and the people from you know the one orlando fund uh, from that nightclub shooting and people from the boston marathon shooting and the people from the 911 fund and from the pittsburgh Um, tree of life shooting so all these they talked to us they mentored us they helped us understand where to start what to do how to set up a fund and learn how to set up the protocol on where these funds go and how to distribute the funds because a lot of money came in that was unsolicited and just people wanting to help people are unbelievably generous yes. and kind in times of tragedy and a lot of it came from the real estate community um our own nasbar um our local real estate association gave more than $53,000 wow. which was unbelievable yeah. they did a matching grant um headed up by jeff lasky and the realtors like the realtors in my office said I'm going to donate to the fund but I'm doing it through Nasdaq because they're going to match mm-hmm. it and every there were there were fund I'm going to keep talking there were fundraisers everywhere and going on you know um local realtors in my office were and and other offices like um Angle and Volkers was doing things and Compass was doing things all these other realty offices were doing things and donating to either NASBAR or directly to our fund. Um, but even like our neighbors, if you drove around Highland Park or neighboring communities, Deerfield, Glenview, Glencoe, Northbrook, even, you know, as far out Grays Lake, whatever, they were doing little concerts or lemonade stands or beating bracelets or whatever it was, you know, the um, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins held a concert. I mean, people far and wide, the bears, the bulls, the, wow. all the organizations, crazy, just it, corporations and kids mm-hmm. alike. So, yeah, it all came in. We raised $5.8 million wow. in all came in. And then we had to figure out how do you get that to the people? And how do you decide who gets what in a fair way? Um, you know, because obviously our whole community was traumatized, right? Right. And everybody was affected. And what is the right way to do that that will have the most impact? And it's really you're not compensating somebody for a life lost. It's a gift of compassion from the hearts of the community. So, wow, it was quite a task.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, here we are over a year later. Is there still work being done because of this tragedy? Is it ongoing? And I mean,
1: I'm sure it is. And it's a really good question. Yes. So our one of our goals was um, we had several goals. You know, one of them was transparency through the whole process. um, And another one was to get it out the money out the door quickly because Mm -hmm. people needed it they really needed it. And so from the day the fund opened, which was July 5th um, through October 31st, that was when the response fund opened and closed. Um, So October 31st, the fund closed and the checks went out the door. And then October 31st, we opened a new fund through the community foundation, which was the recovery fund so we had the response fund where the 5.8 million dollars went out the door and then the recovery fund opened which gives money to our local organizations that is dealing with um so it doesn't go to individuals it goes to the organizations in our community that are helping people um with you know the greater community with their mental health issues and doing amazing work. We we just gave out $360,000 in grants through that. And we have an additional right now, I think about $100,000 to give out an additional grant money. Um, the funds are still coming in. There's still we just had an event called Rock the Ride, which was run um, through Pam Faulkner and a local cyclery in Hubbard Woods, who put that on and Just, you know, individuals who come up with these ideas and want to keep giving and they run events and then it goes into that fund. Mm -hmm. And then that money goes out to, you know, family service or to um, art impact, you know, these organizations that are doing projects, healing projects, whether it's arts, group arts or therapy or whatever it is that people need. To continue to deal with what they're going through.
0: Wow, that's amazing! All all the work you guys are doing, and you know, it's unfortunate that the tragedy happened, but it's just amazing that that foundation is out there to do all this work and keep this work going. So I'm going to kind of you know change the tone here and um, to maybe something a little bit lighter. But um, so, how did you find out about the Good Neighbor Award, and what made you apply?
1: So I didn't know about the award. And um, Jeff Lasky from NASBAR called me and he knew about the work we had done. And because like I said, he was a donor through, he got his organization to be a major donor. And he said, listen, I, you're a realtor, you're doing this stuff. I think you should apply for this. And they actually gave, a local award um, through NASBAR for this work as well, which was really lovely. And um, he said, I think you should apply for this. And I said, well, okay. you know, I think if it means money for the foundation, let's do it. And so that's how I found out about it.
0: And so now you and um, nine other finalists are competing for extra grant money through the Good Neighbor Award, um, the Web Choice Favorite online voting, have you been getting help from colleagues, friends, family, uh, spreading the word, um, is there a brokerage or any other local association supporting you, which you've already, you know, mentioned how much of a support that
1: NASBAR has been? Yeah, they are. They're putting out the word. Um, they, uh, they did, did a email e-blast, you know, to all the at property people. I know, um, proper rate put out an e-blast and, um, where else have they done it? We did it, you know, through the community foundation, and there's been some press, which is really, it's really so nice. And I know people are, they're they're not voting for me because I didn't do this alone. Honestly, I could not have done it alone. I uh, there were so many that we had an amazing group of people doing this, and um, with help from just everywhere, it was an unbelievable effort. So they're really voting for the foundation. They're voting uh-huh. for money to go to the foundation. So please do vote because every dollar literally does go to helping people. And every dollar raised, by the way, I forgot to say this, um, not one dime went to administrative expenses, not one dime went to any expenses. It all went out the door. Wow. And
0: so voting is taking place until October 1st. Is that correct, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I also want to say, you know, it's worth noting that since the year 2000, NAR has recognized members who make a difference in their communities and abroad through the Good Neighbor Awards. Uh, during the last 23 years, with the assistance of sponsors like Realtor.com, NAR has awarded nearly $1.5 million to organizations across the country. That's awesome. That is awesome. So
1: so nice. Yes. Does it make you proud to be part of this community that they're doing that? It's, it's amazing. So
0: I'm always, you know, just blown away by it. Yeah. So, Um,
1: You know, Betsy, we we love
0: that you've taken the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us about the Good Neighbor Award and the foundation. And, you know, I kind of just want to, you know, commend the foundation on everything they've done. I remember hearing when that incident happened, I was sitting at home and, you know, I'm down here in Springfield and I didn't really believe it at first. I didn't even think it was Illinois. I actually got onto my phone and went to MAPS and I said, is Highland Park in Illinois? I'm pretty sure it is, but it can't be. I know. And it's just amazing how fast you guys jumped into action. And, you know, a lot of people and sometimes that th- those things happen, you, you know, you kind of freeze or I kind of was frozen, like, is this true type of thing? And, you know, how fast, you know, the foundation jumped in and, you know, got what you said, five point million out the door by October.
1: 5.8 million.
0: Wow. Like, that's just, you know, that's amazing. So, um. I know. You know, thank you for you know, telling us all about that. And um, we encourage your fellow realtors to share information about you and the Highland Park Community Foundation and the Web Choice Favorite Voting. So how about it, realtors? Let's help Betsy out, help her secure that extra grant money for the organization that has made such a big impact on Highland Park's recovery. So um, can you just remind everyone where they can go for more information and to vote?
1: Um, yes, I knew you were going to ask me that you go to nar.realtor backslash good hyphen neighbor hyphen awards.
0: Thank you, you. And you can always watch our social media. We are sharing it. It's on our blog. Um, Just get out there and vote and help your fellow uh, Illinois realtor. So thank you, Betsy, for being with
1: us today. Thank you, Kelly. It was lots of fun.
0: And thank you, listeners, for joining us on the latest Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast. As always, give us a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media. We'll see you next week.